0: If you're a listener of the podcast and you have not yet downloaded the Manifest It Now app, go right now to your app store and search Manifest It Now and download it. If you like manifestation and you like the things that we talk about on this podcast, You're going to absolutely love it. It is where I keep all of my manifestation resources that I personally use. We have our inner tribe community in there where you can network and collaborate with other high vibe people that are on their manifestation journey. You have my subliminal library, meditations, manifestation courses. I bring in experts every month. It's a good place to be. So if you haven't yet downloaded it, go head to the app store and download Manifest It Now Join me on Tuesday when we do our inner tribe calls and connect with the other wonderful people in there. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Keith, and I am here with Daisy ben I know I said that the American way. We were joking earlier because I just (laughs) couldn't get it right. So I'm sorry about that, Daisy, but welcome
1: to the podcast. Thank you so much. I love the way you say it, but you do it very well. And I'm very happy to be here today. I tried. I tried my best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So a lot of you probably already know Daisy uh, from the Inner Tribe Workshop around manifestation. And you gave a great overview of that. And it was very, you know, eye-opening and easy for people to digest and was just awesome. And we connected recently and you were telling me how you're on this new journey. Well, not really a new journey for you, but you're talking more about plant medicine. And I have been getting really into a lot of different um, alternative therapies and just trying to educate myself because uh, I'm sure we'll get into all of it, but just some uh, health issues that my family members have experienced, and i'm I'm like looking for answers. So I feel like I manifested you coming on the podcast to talk about this. and uh why don't you just kind of give an overview on this journey and what what made you sort of uh switch to this and start talking about it a little bit more?
1: Yeah so um yeah it's an interesting journey and um if we look back indeed in the other um manifestation training that i did so i've been working with the Proxy gallagher institute for the last three years but of course i had a life before that and those years before that i was um very much into plant medicine and all kinds of spiritual practices and therapies um so i'm actually bringing something back into my life because I, for a moment, I kind of detached from it because of certain reasons. Um, so let me take you back until uh, to the moment it first came into my life because I was only 16 years old when I when it was the first time I heard about plant medicine and specifically ayahuasca. I don't know if anyone knows what it is, but we can go in depth on that. It was the first time I heard about it. And that's a long time ago. It wasn't like in the mainstream, very undercover and not so much spoken about and i was like i want to do that because i was studying psychology and already into like the mind and the psyche so i was like i want to do it but my mom said well uh i think you're a little bit too young for that so you have to wait young lady until you're 18 and you're out of the house so i was like oh okay so i waited until i was 18 19 i believe and then i did my first ayahuasca session and i was it made such a huge impact on my life and I did it, of course, in the Netherlands because I'm from the Netherlands and I loved it. I fell in love with the medicine because it healed me on so many levels, physical, emotional and mentally. And of course, then I did so many more in the following year. And I did a study into Ayahuasca, with, which is some kind of shaman. Um, Because I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. And I had this vision in this ceremony, like I want to do this with my life. But when I started doing these these courses and these studies, it's it's a lot of trauma healing involved with plant medicines, because again, the body is a manifestation of the mind, which is kind of related to each other. So if you have something in a body, it mostly originated in a mind. So there is some childhood wounds or traumas or certain thoughts and emotions. So when I was doing that work, I was, I I think I was only 20 years old and I was in class with people double my age. So I was like, no, this is, this is just too much. This is too intense. I can't do it. So I, I quit that. And I left that practice and went into this whole entrepreneurial journey and kind of like, was like, ah, maybe later in my life. And for the last, two years, one and a half year, it came back into my life because I've been constantly doing all kinds of ceremonies for myself, but not as a facilitator. Um, and it came back and I had this vision again, like, you forgot this part of yourself. And it's, it's time now, you're old enough, you're mature enough, you have more than enough experience right now. So you have to step into this role again. And It terrified me because i was in the middle of another practice but i yeah i just have to listen to it so now i decided to completely quit my proxy gallagher practice which is huge (laughs) i completely closed it all off and Mm -hmm. just surrendered to this process and started um getting more into plant medicine and doing this deep healing work because um what i found even in so much more depth in the last well more than 10 years is that healing people on a subconscious level or on a body level even with the great tools that we have available isn't always working because sometimes the 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 blocks the patterns the the wounds are so deep Um, That just a normal therapy session or whatever it is that you do, even a coaching, isn't always enough because I I saw with my own clients that their patterns and habits and limitations just after a while, they just come back. And I was like, okay, so I see this and this hurts me because I, I do what I can. I see them putting in the work. I have other tools available, but I kind of forgot about them. And I was like, I need to bring this plant medicine inside what I'm already doing with this subconscious reprogramming. So I can help people even more. um, Because it's so effective. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm so curious to learn more about this. Because (laughs) my whole journey of like learning about the subconscious mind, and then using subliminals and these, you know, different techniques to access the subconscious mind has been mind blowing to me because it's like, we, we only access such a small portion of our mind and this is like a way to get in there. But, um, now, you know, before talking with you, I've started researching, uh, different plant medicines as well. Um, not in at, the same level you are like this is a basic overview but i'm just hearing story and story and story of people talking about their experiences and how they feel like they've accessed a part of the mind that they never had before is that what you would say as well
1: yes absolutely okay absolutely it can it can it can work on different kind of levels depending on the problem or the intention but if we're only focusing on the subconscious mind and the reprogramming if that's an intention to take the plant medicine then it's definitely gonna work in there and it will most most times even with clear visuals show you um what is there that you absolutely had no idea about Uh, i
0: i just think that's so neat and like I I mean I get into all the you know details around like stuff that the CIA used to do but they've they've done a lot of research on this and have used this to try to expand consciousness and then it all kind of um went away for a while and there there was this real negative label put on things but now I feel like people are more open to it and there's even um you know doctors and scientists that believe that there can be some real medical breakthroughs from these types of therapies. So have you worked with just ayahuasca or do you use a variety of things all over the board?
1: Yeah, well, I <laughs> set out on a journey mm-hmm. to to try it all because I was like, okay, now I want to know what our Mother Earth has to offer and I want to know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't done everything but I've done a lot um, so you have the ayahuasca you have um, the uh, combo you have of course the mushrooms and the truffles which are more mostly as known as like the psychedelics mm-hmm. and lsd lse you have salvia you have Morning glory. Okay. Oh my God. So, like so.
0: <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. And LSD yeah. is one of them that was mm-hmm. heavily researched in um the MKUltra projects back in, you know, like the 60s. And then there was the whole like hippie generation back then that sort of scared people because there were a lot of bad things, unfortunately, that came out of that around LSD. LSD kind of got the blame for it. Mm -hmm. And it became this like really scary thing and you don't want to mess with that. Well, now um, I've been reading these, you know, scientists that that are like, we need to study this because there were so many breakthroughs and then they had to stop it stop it all because there was this negative connotation but some of the the breakthroughs that they were talking about and like accessing these areas of the mind that have been inaccessible fascinated me and i've just been like so hungry to learn more so let's start real quick with ayahuasca because that's probably something that everyone's heard of um i feel like it's gotten a lot of um popularity like in recent years and I'm so curious because I feel like everyone that I've talked to or heard of that has done it, like they say that it's life changing and so much is revealed. But it also sounds like the process can be very, um, a little bit scary and, and like very hard on the body in terms of like feeling physically ill. Um, so was that your experience with it?
1: well that definitely depends on a person so um i in the beginning felt very often really sick because of myself and my own conditioning and what i needed to release um and afterwards i also got sick for other people because that's also possible you're open for it but that's a whole other story um but for example my husband never got Physically sick, so it really depends on. And it's not like he has a better mindset than I have, or he, I have more wounds than he has. It has just it's just different on people. Um, so yeah, that's that's a side effect. But a lot of people get really scared when hearing these stories, as in um, vomiting and mm. oh my god, no! But the moment you do it, um, it only feels good.
0: Well, it's just a form of releasing that energy, right? So it's like everyone might release it differently. Now, do you hallucinate on ayahuasca? Uh,
1: Yes. So I prefer to call it visions. Okay. And... it also really depends on the person. Oh, you you choose the medicine that is most difficult to explain. First of all, so this <laughs> <Sorry>. is very <laughs> difficult to explain because everyone has a different kind of journey, and it depends even how the medicine medicine is made because there are different variants of the medicine. Some are better, some are worse, cheap, more expensive. So, um, but yes, you do see. Internal vision, so you close your eyes and mostly in the beginning of your journey, everyone experiences a little bit the same where you see um, geometric patterns, which are not like, they are around us all the time, but we can see it right. because we only see a little bit of reality, right? Because otherwise we would be driving crazy. So when you have, when you take that medicine, even if you open your eyes, you you literally can see the energy that is in the air well, normally it's like, oh, this is nothingness. But when you have the medicine, you have like this super eye, well, it's not even eyesight, but you're just in a higher state of consciousness. So you see the frequencies, you see the energy, you know that the space is filled and it's not empty. And you see these geometric patterns everywhere. And it is just beautiful. And the, the deeper you go in a journey, because it's quite a long journey, the more you have some kind of visions. And sometimes they are visions from the past, from your current life. Sometimes it's visions from past lives, but sometimes it's also visions for the future. So it really depends on the person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember listening to an episode of uh, Manifestation Babe with Catherine Zanchina, and she had a vision of the future where she was shown this like penthouse overlooking this particular view, and she now lives in that penthouse with that view and uh so i thought that was so interesting but it is something that i think you know it can sound a little intimidating but that's especially why you need to go somewhere and find someone who can walk you through that journey this isn't something you do by yourself like you have to have no. someone that knows what they're doing and can help you with the whole entire process So I want to shift gears just a little bit because I know we talked a little bit before we hit record about my husband that has cluster headaches. And that's really why I started looking into plant medicines because he's had them as long as I've known him. And it's incredibly debilitating where when you get those, they say it's the worst pain someone can go through. And he's completely debilitated and often is like vomiting and just like you can't, you know, um, you can't do anything. And so he'll get those for these like periods of time. And there's different support groups out there because you can, you know, fall into depression when this takes over your life. And a lot of people in these support groups started talking about using like mushrooms and different things like that, where he already knows he's tried every pharmaceutical, every medical intervention, and nothing has helped. And people are saying that there's mushrooms that are like the secret formula or whatever that can actually help with this problem. And you were saying that you actually see a lot of cluster headache patients with what you're doing, correct? okay so what advice would you have for him or like what have you seen um in terms of healing with people who suffer from these
1: yeah so um of course i cannot speak about my practice because you know it's a little bit difficult uh, to talk on a podcast about it but um indeed there is a lot of research done on using um, uh, psilocybin for treating these kind of um, um, physical pains. And I don't know, of course, all the research that is done, but I know that there are people um, that really, really benefit from it. And I think it is very interesting to look at. Well. you know probably all the other things like ayahuasca as well and combo as well they all can benefit people that are suffering from whether it's a mental sickness or a physical sickness because um these plants they grow on the earth and they are so deeply grounded and connected to mother earth and they all have a spirit within and they are not I don't know why on earth we have labeled them as some kind of a illegal substance because they don't do any harm to anyone. They only make people better in whatever way. I've never heard a story of anyone that experienced something like plant medicine journeys as harmful. Yes, it can be intense. Yes, you're gonna be faced with certain patterns or things you don't know about yourself. Yes, that there can be an emotional or physical impact, but it is never harmful for anyone unless you're lying about you having you're taking some kind of medication and you're you're not telling the facilitator that you're taking medication but yeah you know that's just a dumb action to do so you have to be transparent with your facilitator what is going on in your life and if certain medicines plant medicines are suitable for your pro- um for your problem and i think it is So interesting, and I never want to put words in people's mouth regarding these subjects, but I want people to think for themselves, like, why, why do we as a society everywhere, and almost everywhere in the world label these things that naturally grow on the earth that we all share, we all have access to, um, but we label them as illegal or dangerous? Why would we do that? because people and, can't
0: profit off of that. Like yeah, I think that, there, that there's yeah. greedy people in charge that labeled it that way because they they can't profit from it.
1: No, that's also how I think. But like I said, I never wanna put words into people's mouth because maybe you think differently about it and you're allowed to do so, but at least open your mind for it. And they are here for a reason. They, they, they just grow everywhere on earth, most of these things. So. And we can use it and um yeah uh, regarding like the specific question for your husband it's very difficult to talk about the research because there is so much research but you have to um talk to a professional he or anyone that's listening to this you have to talk to a professional someone that knows what they're doing just tell them what is going on and then they give you a proper advice and someone's not giving you proper advice because i have to tell you not everyone in this area is the best because some people in this area are also here to just make a profit so if some if you go with your problem to someone and they say oh yeah sure we can help you and they're not asking you any questions what you actually have they're not helping you they're making a profit if someone is asking you questions what exactly do you have how long do you have do you take on any medication then that person genuinely wants to help. And maybe they will even tell you like, no, I can't help you. Maybe you have to go um, somewhere else. Um, So be careful because you have to be careful um, also in this field, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, and I've noticed, so like obviously things are completely different in the United States where most of this stuff was illegal up until recently. And now there's a lot of changes that have happened. And I noticed like here in Florida, I feel like we're one of the most um, strict states around like we're like one of the only states that doesn't have um, uh, recreational marijuana, for example. But you can walk in a store and there's, there's mushrooms that you can buy without any like guidance whatsoever. So I I feel like it's just doesn't make sense to me. It's like you want to have someone that knows what they're talking about that can help you and educate you. Um, And I just feel like maybe since it's so new here, um, there's a lot of things happening that just don't make a whole lot of sense to me. So
1: no, no, definitely not. So like I said, I'm from um, the Netherlands, I was born there. And that's kind of uh, easy country regarding a lot of these things and in, in, in the netherlands you can also buy it's not necessarily mushrooms but truffles you can buy it everywhere um and that also makes that a lot of people do these kind of practices because they think it's nice but You don't want to use the medicine that you can buy on the corner of the street. I don't care if it's plant medicine, if you can buy it so easily on the corner, it's the quality is not how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Because if you go to where this all originated from is most mostly very ancient cultures. So for example, we have the shamans and the maestras and maestros in Peru regarding ayahuasca. And you have in Mexico, the Mayas and Mazatec who work with the mushrooms, for example. And these people um grow their own um mushrooms, or they are very connected to the ayahuasca vines, and they protect these trees and mushrooms with their life. And they they are saying prayers, and they're making sure that the energy is right. And it takes time and effort. And they they really put love and energy in it. And that's what I believe is what heals people, and not someone that is just having some mass production, Mm -hmm. selling it on a corner of the street. Um, I just recently saw a documentary about, um, I think it's also going on in America where they, because they see the pharmaceutical industry sees that there is so much potential in mushrooms and that there's a huge market for it. And now they're making some, um, how do you say it? Like laboratory where they grow mushrooms on a mass scale. And of course they're gonna sell it and it's all gonna be under this pharmaceutical kind of mm-hmm. umbrella. Um, and it just doesn't make any sense because they're taking away the whole the, the ancient way, the taking away the, the ceremony and the love and and truly growing it on the dirt of Mother Earth and not in a laboratory where they don't they don't care, they don't talk to the spirit of these uh, medicines. So that's only going to do more harm to people. So if you ever decide to do something like that, I don't like to say it but don't go to commercial shops a lot of people say yeah you have to go there because then you can trust it you don't have you don't want to buy it in the underground market well maybe you do want to consider going there
0: yeah i think the the point is like to research it right and not to just go and and buy it just to buy it like research it find out who is um educated on this. Like you, for example, like ask someone like you for uh, some advice and some information. And it's so true. It's like, have you ever seen those studies with plants where people will talk nicely to a group of plants and then uh, say, you know, negative things to another group? And you see like the group with the negative um, comments, just the plants will like wilt away or grow some type of like, you know, Something that's not good for it. And then the other plants are like vibrant and growing, they get the positive affirmations. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. It's just imagine the difference between someone who is praying with plants versus a company that's mass producing them and who knows what kind of conditions and soil and everything yeah. else.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. And I think, and I also feel that. Um, That is my mission, and it has always been, is to make some kind of a bridge between the ancient way, so how they are still doing it in South America, or maybe certain parts of Asia, or Africa, where they still have these ceremonial practices and where they know that every... plant has a spirit just like you and i we are also spiritual beings we live in this physical body doesn't mean that the tree over there doesn't have a spirit it also has a spirit but it lives in in a tree to tell it in like a funny way and these people know this and they communicate with it and they get their guidance from it and they say their prayers and that makes these uh, medicines very potent but we live in some kind of western modern society and we didn't grow up learning about these things know if you have something you go to a doctor and the doctor always knows um well maybe the doctor doesn't always know and we're missing this whole spiritual aspect to life we're so disconnected from the earth we're so disconnected from nature mother earth uh, also the spiritual side to life and i really think it is it is time to have this bridge and that we can learn from these cultures. They can also learn from us, but we can also learn from them regarding these medicines and how they can heal people in our world. And yeah, I'm trying to make that bridge because we are also not, we don't always have the time to sit in a ceremony. We don't always have time to go to the jungle and have these intense ceremonies. So we need to find a way that actually works in our society and that people actually can benefit from that run a business, they have a household, they have a busy job, and still they can receive this kind of healing. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Do you take on um, people who are interested in learning? Do you take on more advanced clients? Like what what does your practice consist of right now?
1: Um, So my main focus, because I'm actually open for a lot of things, is long as it can help and heal people but for now the main focus is using micro dosing so instead of the macro dosing like the ceremonial doses which is like you said with ayahuasca as well but also a mushroom ceremony is very intense and very difficult to integrate into your life because you have a beautiful experience you learn a lot of things but then life you know happens like every day life and you're there and and you don't know how to integrate it and eventually a couple of weeks or months later you're still back into the same patterns and you still don't know what actually happened sometimes not always but sometimes it can happen so that's that's the bridge that i was talking about that doesn't always work in our busy society so you have the option to also microdose which is just a very small amount of the full dose Um, almost on a daily basis, not every single day. So you have this gradual healing, which is not going to give people visuals. You don't have the side effects of being nauseous or uh, you don't have time to integrate it because it's very slowly and you can do it even if you go to work, even if you run a business, because you're not having all these extreme side effects and visuals. Um, It's just for us in our world, it is i believe absolutely the future for healing people whether you're going to do it with a doctor you can also participate in studies of course um, but you can also do it with well let's call them underground practitioners i don't like to stay that way but it has to unfortunately um, and then you it, so this is my main focus right now because i know that that's what will people help most people help and in the future i will also be doing ceremonies like i used to do. um but for now depending on sometimes i i start also with with groups of people so we do it in a community but we also do it can also do it one on one if people have certain deeper traumas and they don't want to do it in like a community or a group um so yeah I, we can go in all kinds of directions depending on that's why i said for everyone um, depending on what you have. So I will ask you questions and every facilitator should ask you questions. Why do you want to take this medicine? Because we're not taking it just for the fun. We're taking it because we want to solve something.
0: So do you think that this can heal um, just about any type of like physical and mental ailment or um, do you recommend starting with something else and then moving to this if you can't find a solution? Uh, like, what's your what's your thought process on it?
1: Yeah. So if you've never done anything, um, well, first of all, it's always your own intuition. Okay, that's yes. like the number one mm-hmm. factor. Whether if you feel that you want to do a ceremony, whether it's an ayahuasca ceremony or a mushroom ceremony, and you want to go all the way and follow your own intuition, do your research. Okay ask people that that know what they are talking about for guidance, they will probably refer you to um, truly heart-centered people, facilitators that are doing the work. Um, But if you're like, oh, that sounds a little bit like too much for me, then most people will decide that their first uh, steps in their journey is going to be microdosing. And depending on where you live in the world, you either have legal access to it or you don't. And you have to be a little bit creative. But it's the time where we live in right now, it is kind of easy, accessible everywhere where you live. Um, But yeah, sometimes you do need to be a little bit careful about it. But it's with every single plant medicine, unfortunately, that you have to be a little bit careful. Yeah. Yeah, So also do your research and ask. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Just do your research and ask people that you feel you can trust. Okay. And ask them. Yeah.
0: So with the micro dosing, do you still I know you said you don't um, get the visions or the harsh side effects. Does it still work to expand your consciousness? So yeah, you just definitely you're more um like you're tapping into things that maybe you weren't tapping into before okay
1: so what microdosing does and i'm talking about microdosing um psilocybin because you can also microdose ayahuasca for example but not not a lot of people are doing that so that's not easy accessible Mm -hmm. um and, and i don't have any experience with doing so so let's just keep it with microdosing psilocybin um the benefits are for most people a higher state of consciousness. Um, so that will, when you have this higher state, it will change your perception on a lot of things. So instead of changing your perception, like I said in the beginning, having as if, if you're in a ceremony and you your complete perception changes because you suddenly see all the energies and frequencies and vibrations, that's like a lot to take in. Um, but with the microdosing, you don't have that. Okay, your eyesight doesn't change. Um, but you do have a little bit of a different perception on certain things that you do and see and experience, and you feel this um, unity because the mushrooms, for example, they have this mycelium network, and this mycelium network is underground, and those this network connects like all the mushrooms with the trees and and all the other plants, and it's a beautiful network. And what I realized when taking these uh, mushrooms myself is, of course we know this, but now it became more clearly is that the same network that is underground is also above ground because we are not alone because we are connected to every single person and every single part of nature as well. So you, you maybe see it depending on how much of the medicine you take, but you feel it. You feel literally connected to every single human being. And a lot of people suffer with feelings of depression and they're like, oh, I'm all alone. I'm by myself. You know, I, I don't know if I even want to live anymore because we live in a harsh world. Mm-hmm. And suddenly when you take that medicine, you're like, no, I'm not alone. There's no need to have these depressed feelings or thoughts because we're all one and you suddenly have this, huge feeling of unity um so that's one of the benefits intuition becomes so much stronger for a lot of people depending on the intention so people come in a journey like that and they say oh i want to have a stronger intuition or better express my emotions and then of course you're going to get something like that but if your intention is i want to have higher state of consciousness or i want to see certain patterns from my subconscious mind which is something that i recently had with my journey and then you clearly see these patterns and it brings you back into alignment and it shows you like oh this is missing and this is what you're doing you don't see this in a very subtle and gentle way Um, some people only experience a lot of focus and concentration um like i'm not talking about like normal concentration when you take this medicine it's like laser focus you're like absorbed in the project that you're doing and you have a lot of creativity and you just become more alive.
0: Like more of you.
1: Really, Yes. You
0: you tap into your true self, it seems like. I know as you were talking about this, I was just thinking, imagine if everyone in the world experienced that at one time. It's like, you know, all of these all of these things, all these problems would just dissipate because we really are all connected. It's just, we're so blind to that. We don't see that. We don't understand that. Um, so, I mean, I think that's beautiful that that's something that can come out of this. So where can everyone find you and connect with you some more or ask you, maybe they want to ask you a question, um, one-on-one, are they able to do that?
1: Definitely. So unfortunately, I cannot have conversations about this on social media. So you can follow me on social media um, for a couple of posts. Actually, I'm not posting so much anymore, but it's still Daisy Vendelman on Instagram. But the best way is to reach out on email which is info at daisybentamon.com. So that's very easy. And just send me an email with the questions that you have. I'm happy to answer them. Sometimes I host webinars, which are completely private. Um, So I can invite you to a free webinar, then you can learn more about plant medicine, Um, or yeah, I can just answer your questions on email. Maybe you wanna, yeah, you have to just tell me what it is that you want, and then I can see if I can help you, or I can redirect you to someone else in this field.
0: Oh, that's it's so amazing to know someone that is knowledgeable about this, because like I said, I've been so curious and um, I feel like we connected on this for a reason. So I think it's really interesting. I think we're going to hear more and more about this as time goes on. But hopefully, uh, like you said, hopefully big corporations don't sort of take over or try to take over it because there's a whole ancient process behind it that's really beautiful. And I feel like you gave a lot of really good information and anyone that's feeling called to it, um, you know, it's like trust, trust that feeling, trust your intuition and just see where it guides you. And um, I'll link all your information in the show notes so people can reach out because I'm sure there'll be specific questions um, for you. So thanks so much for
1: sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on and explaining all of these things and for everyone just really truly listen to your intuition if you're not being called to do something like this don't feel any pressure because everyone around you is talking about it then don't do it but if you do feel the calling then listen to it
0: absolutely always trust that voice i feel like it never leads you astray so you have to really tune in and trust it Absolutely. all right well one last question um yeah. what are you currently working on manifesting in your
1: life I remember that question last time it changed completely (laughs) (laughs) that happens it's okay to pivot right yeah so um it's kind of interesting because it was only like six months ago I think and a lot of things has changed so um what I'm manifesting um I'm working on multiple things so this is my main focus with the plant medicine I'm very um well I'm, I'm actually manifesting because I'm working with a team of experts like scientists psychologists medical assistants like all of these people because we need them and i'm manifesting more of these people that are into this field that can provide guidance and expertise so we are a strong foundation for people everyone that has a heart centered so i'm i'm seeing all these people in my imagination and i know i will attract them because i've already attracted amazing people to support me and the work that i do and make this bigger even though that's a scary thing to say because it's still kind of underground um but at the same time also which is challenging because a lot of people in plant medicine are like money is like spiritual practices and money and plant medicine is still very difficult but I still am not letting go of my financial Mm -hmm. desires because I still want to manifest in other ways because definitely not with the plant medicine Mm -hmm. uh, because I made this decision to choose plant medicine when I was not financially dependent on providing this service Mm -hmm. so that makes puts me in a good position because I'm doing it. From the heart, I'm doing it to help people not to make profit over them. So, I'm also on another like financial journey, um, and I want to make that even bigger so I can support other projects in this field as well and support research. Um, So, yeah, it's actually a couple of things. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you're worthy of having both, right? It's possible to have the financial and do what really lights you up. So, Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. And another reminder that it's always completely fine to pivot and shift direction and to trust that intuition once again, and let it guide you. So beautiful conversation, Daisy. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you everyone else for listening. I'll put everything in the show notes so you can follow Daisy and I'll see you back here in a few days. If you got something out of this podcast, then pay it forward by sharing it with a friend. This is the best way that you can support the podcast and spread good vibes. And if you're left thinking that you want more, you want to keep listening, then download the Manifest It Now app and subscribe so you can become a member of the inner tribe where we meet on Zoom twice a week and you have live workshops every other week by guest experts and you get to meet with a high vibe community and keep the conversation going. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next time.